Attention, everybody stop what you're doing. It's time for KCOU, The Unwritten Rule, a comedic sports show from the heart of Missouri. Alongside Peyton Haverman and Kenny Van Doren, here is your host, Jack Knowlton. Let's see. Aha! There it is. Now we welcome everyone to the Unwritten Rule on KCOU 88.1 FM. Happy Friday. Uh, as as per usual over the summer, Jack Knowlton here in the studio, Kenny Van Doren and Peyton Haverman are joining me over Discord this time. We thought we'd, we'd, we'd give it another go. Um, see how it sounds. Gentlemen, how's your Friday? Uh, great, Knowlton. Uh, I'm a working man once again. Uh back in the workforce uh so i my gracious boss was uh able to let me off work an hour and a half early so i could do the show wow you mean your dad his gracious boss is his dad (laughs) it's not true it's not true i see i don't report directly to him peyton what were you was it more yard work today no what was that was it more yard work today uh no yard work today as i found out uh actually um I got poison ivy, not bug bites, from my last bout Ooh. of uh, of yard work. So I am battling poison ivy. Uh, so keep me in your prayers uh, or your thoughts, whatever it is. How's your um, golf? I'm battling, but I want to deliver a good show for you guys. So wow. I am here. We're so proud of you. Very proud. Thank you. Kenny, how was your week? Uh, pretty good. I had Burger King today. Oh my uh, god! Step for me. Haven't had Burger King in a while. It's been like a week. So I uh, love Burger King. I purchased fried chicken for dinner last night. So we're we're staying healthy on this end. Right. Right. I'm sorry. I just saw a message and I got uh, briefly distracted. Um, Burger King is bad, Kenny. I don't know why you you are a, such a big fan. I don't know how you do please, it. Please, please, really please good. give us your reasoning. It's just good. It, it's just good, man. It's it's cheap. It's good. Uh, it's golden. Uh, I think, you know, if you see golden chicken, you're just like, wow, that's amazing. And uh, that's how I see it. So it's golden in my eyes. Yeah, I see. I see. I, I, I know I broke this news to the both of y'all, um, but I am very excited in this in the Columbia area. We're getting a new Wendy's uh, in the fall. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm very excited. No I, drive through, though. That's okay. You know, beggars can't be choosers. I don't know how they'd implement a drive-through where it's going. Uh, Like, I don't know how they would be able to do a drive-through without absolutely putting downtown into gridlock. So, right. I mean, I think the Wendy's being there is already going to put lock or uh, Columbia into gridlock because it's the best place on earth. Foot traffic, not uh, car traffic. So it's okay. True. True. It is better. Walkers are better. Better for the environment. Mm Got to keep that planet clean. I'm pretty sure I said to Kenny uh, last last semester, maybe just in the last year, I'm like, oh, it's really nice living right next to campus. If there was a Wendy's around here, it would be the perfect place to live. I definitely said it after Canes was put in. Right. Uh, I remember the Canes traffic because I could see the line from my window, and that was insane. Like how yeah. how, how crazy those cars were. Like Providence was all, all the way backed up the street that Canes was on. It was unreal. But I'm excited for Wendy's. That was my biggest news of the week. Um, to sports news, um, starting off, NBA Finals uh, happened. Oh, Kenny, phone number first. Sorry, I skipped that part. I'm not. I'm not reading it anymore. It's not my job. Are you it's, it's your me? job. It's your job now. It's unreal. I'll do it. The phone number that for the text line, unwritten text line, uh, is five seven three five five seven five one three four. Yeah, I tweeted it twice. So. There you go. That's the text line uninterrupted. There you go. Uh, For once. That is disappointing that Kenny has relinquished that job, but he'll bring it. He'll we'll make him do it when he's back in person. He's just hiding in mm-hmm. the in the in the um, metaverse. That's why. <laughs> he's hiding in the metaverse. Um, NBA in finals. In the Discord verse, uh, NBA Finals three games in. Um, the Celtics came out and won Game Three. Uh, la- no, yeah, last night. No, not last night. Two nights ago. Um, they're mm-hmm. taking way too many days off. I can't keep track of it all. 
Um, they defeated the Warriors. They're up two to one. Game four will be on uh, today. It's today at eight. Um, Friday basketball. Warriors have a chance to tie things up and steal home court back. Kenny Payton, what did you make of the of the events in in Boston now that the series has moved back? Uh, well, the first thing that I really take away from that game is I'm not encouraged by how seemingly rattled the Warriors are. Like, after the game, like, they're just complaining so much about the crowd cursing at them. Like, come on. You've been in, like, it's four, Boston. three or four finals now, and it's in Boston. Like, you need to be more prepared than that, and you need to not let that get to you. So that is really kind of discouraging uh it kind of makes me want to change up my finals pick just seeing how rattled they are i mean this is the most battle-tested playoff team we've seen over the last decade and they're that rattled by cursing fans it was just really weird and draymond had a horrible game he's trying to be a pest like too much to the point where it's taking away from like actually playing well um, so I think he really needs to kind of lock in on that, but overall, I know Curry also like twisted his ankle, but he should be good to go. This is a very, very pivotal game in the series. Yeah. I think you're saying like how this, or Draymond is kind of just being a pest and not being a good player anymore. I think that's all he can do. Uh, Draymond's not what he was in the finals four years ago. He's not the same player that was, you know, an all-star and all that kind of stuff. Um, at this point in his career, like just hearing like, the, you know, like his wife getting into the conversation saying she's upset about her, ki- her kids hearing what they're saying to Draymond, her, her kid's father's Draymond Green. Like this guy has been a bully in the NBA for the last couple of years. He complains all the time. Like he, he's just, he's not a player like that we used to think he is. He's going to be in the booth, so, you know, in a, like two years, this guy is not, he's not an NBA talent in my opinion. And this is like one of the softest. Uh, finals teams we've ever seen like I, I just don't get getting upset about cursing yeah i mean it obviously it was really discouraging yeah i mean it, it is there's obviously a line that gets crossed sometimes between fans and 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 players which you know seems to get addressed obviously we've had like there was the situation with Kyrie. what was that last season or earlier this season but like yeah there's a difference between that and and fans yelling stuff and and cursing i mean you see that at every single sporting event especially in the finals playing against a team in a building that hasn't hosted a championship in 12 years i mean yeah you gotta and the warriors have been here before that's the other thing that's the that's the odd the mm-hmm. thing i find out about that um but nevertheless yeah the celtics home crowd i guess helped them um get the 116 100 win uh tatum and brown were great uh marcus smart had chipped in with 24 points grant williams 10 points off the bench on the Warriors end, I mean, they had Jordan Poole off the bench, but no no real bench contribution. Um, Curry and Thompson did their thing. No no one in the Warriors was uh, had a positive box plus minus besides Wilt Chamberlain himself um, with plus four. So, yeah, I think just, you know, Curry, Curry took a lot of shots in this game. I agree with you, Peyton. Crucial game four. I think the winner of this game four, no matter who it is, wins this series. That's That's my take. Oh, yeah, I absolutely agree. I really, like, the Warriors need to make leaps and bounds to play better than they did in Game 3. That was a nightmare. I mean, they almost were able to come back and win still. Uh, For a a lot of that uh, third and fourth quarter, they were within four at one point, I believe. Um, But they never really got over the hump. It was just a bad, bad game. Like, it was just uncharacteristic. they really need to shut out the crowd noise. And I mean, they, they should be really, that shouldn't have to be a thing I have to say about the Warriors at this point in their organization, but apparently it is. Uh, so that needs to get way, way better. And they just, I mean, Draymond needs to worry less about being a nuisance and more about, you know, being the defensive uh, star that he can be. Yeah. I mean, his scoring has fallen off so much that like when he's only getting four rebounds a game at that point, it's like, you're a, you know, you're a sub, a sub starter. Yeah. Like you're not, 
Mm-hmm. That no wonder Otto Porter Jr. had 21 minutes in this game. I mean, yeah, it's it. Draymond, you know, he's supposed to be a glue guy. That's the whole nature of his game. He's not scoring nearly at the clip he used to be. When I think the argument for him to be that that All Star level player was a lot better. Um, yeah, he it, they, they got to figure some stuff out. But if there's a team to figure it out, it's the Warriors. They've been here before. The last time they were down two one in a series was in 2017, I believe, against the Cavs. And they came back and won that one. So, you know, we'll have to we'll have to see how that all goes. Um, you know, other takes. Yeah, game four. Game four is tonight. I think the winner of that wins the series. I think if Boston go three one up three one, I don't see them losing three in a row to choke this away. Um, even if it is Tatum, even if he hasn't proven that he can be the guy to to push his team all the way, I think this is the year. Um, you know. This was a game that, in the words of Richard Jefferson, you need your starters and your, your best two players to win you a game. That's what the Celtics got from Tatum and Brown uh, the other night. I think they come out and, and you have a, a better game from you know guys like Derek White and Marcus Smart keeps playing well and Al Horford uh, takes a dip in the fountain of youth again before he plays. I think, I think they'll be just fine. We'll see. Yeah, if... If the Celtics win this game, I agree. There is just no chance at this point, at that point, that I think the Warriors would win. Uh, if the Warriors win, I wouldn't say there's no chance the Celtics lose, obviously. Uh, but I will, I would still think control of the series would be back in the Warriors' hands. I agree. Kenny, you got a final final take on this game? We're moving on. Yeah, I think. Uh... Like you said, like you know, this game four is pivotal. I think whoever wins this, yeah, I agree with that take. It was going to go on and win the finals. I, I think the Celtics, they've been showing that they kind of want it more. I, I think you'd like to see closer contests, 107 88 in game two, uh, you know, 116 and 100 in game three. Like and these games aren't as close as what you'd like to see in the NBA finals. And I feel like that's been the whole nature of the NBA playoffs this year. There's a lot of blowouts, not a lot of close contests. And I think game four is going to be one of those close contests that we see in this series. Yeah, I agree. Um, should we should we move on? Topic number two. Yeah. Who wants to Who wants to intro it? Deshaun Watson. It's been It's been quite the saga. I think Kenny. Uh, he, he's uh, his former quarterback, so Kenny can uh, get, yeah, get I, us. I, yeah. I'll take this. You know, I, everyone knows by now the the latest the the Nick the newest allegations against Deshaun Watson. You know, it's over sixty women testifying against him. Uh, but he posted on Instagram the, the other day, uh, this was uh, June 7th, so three days ago, mm-hmm. uh, he posted on a story lyrics to a song called Rich Off Pain by Lil Baby, Lil Dirk, and Rod Wave. And, you know, he's been pretty quiet since he's been traded to the Browns since he signed that signed that extension. But the lyrics he posted, see, see the blogs, can't break me down. See, I'm the voice, I don't reply. But the rumors y'all done heard, I'm a hubbly, I'm a humbly thin eye. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's just, it's, he's just, I just don't get it. Like, I, he, he did this. You know, there's all these women testing, you know, testing, testifying against him. It's just ridiculous how much he just keeps doing this. And he has a girlfriend still. Like, his girlfriend still dates him. Like, it's just mm-hmm. the weirdest thing of it all. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, yeah, go, go ahead, Ben. I, it's just incredible at this point how, you really have to question what the Browns were doing. I mean, they said they went through the whole legal process. They like were did they did their due diligence, they said. And I don't know how we can listen to that or look back on that statement now uh, and call it anything other than just a flat out lie. I mean, if the Browns had done their due diligence, they would not have emptied three first round picks and guaranteed $230 million for a quarterback that now has 66 uh, potential allegations against him. Uh, it's actually it's still 24 civil lawsuits. Yeah. yeah he, saw and, 66, he saw 66 different masseuses or 66 yeah. women in 17 months. Wow. Yeah, and that is that – it's very alarming that the Browns uh, would say they did their due diligence and then – would turn around and have this happen. It just, there's no organization that actually looked that deep into it and did and covered all their bases that would have done what they had done. And now the NFL is in a crucial stage. They need to come down on Deshaun Watson 
hard on this. And I'm not I'm not talking four games. Deshaun Watson at a very bare minimum. He really shouldn't even be in the league anymore at all. Period. I mean, there's just no way in my mind 24 women can be making this up. It just is too incredible to conceive. Uh so I think the NFL at a minimum needs to kick him out of the league for a year. Um, they'll they'll never kick him out for a life for a lifetime because that just is a precedent that's really never been set in the NFL, and I don't think it ever will be. But it, it really puts the Browns in a bad light. Uh, I think it's just inexcusable to have a quarterback. Uh, like Deshaun Watson with so much allegations against him, and you decide in the middle of it all to essentially empty your franchise's future and cap space on it. Yeah, I don't think anyone is disagreeing with the women either. I think no one thinks that this is fake, and if they do, they're idiots. You know, they're misogynistic people for thinking that. But when you look at this, I don't think Roger Goodell has ever been in a situation before. The league hasn't been in a situation where they've had someone like Deshaun Watson with this kind of history and what he what he's done over the last year and a half. And I think when you compare it to other professional sports, Trevor Bauer had one allegation against him and he got two years suspended and from Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. I, I just I don't see Deshaun Watson playing in the next two years, just making the Browns even look more foolish. Yeah. I, I think you guys just it, I d I don't know though. Yeah. I mean, you you guys both make great points. I think I think it's just an incredible um, mark of, of stupidity on so many different people and different organizations, you know, from the NFL letting that trade saga happen when all this was going on, uh, you know, the Browns for, like you said, Peyton, giving him all this money that, you know, they said like, oh, you know, they front loaded the contract because, you know, they won't really have to pay him for another 15 months, you know, even looking at it from a football perspective or from a money perspective, I guess, you know, there, it's, it's taken 15 months to even get to this point and nothing's been solved out. So, you, you know, it's no one looks good here. And I agree with you, Peyton, that it, it needs to be the NFL needs to needs to step up here finally and, and you know, get get Watson away. Yeah, from I mean, this setting. is. A, yeah, this is a very, very crucial moment for the NFL to really take a stand and kind of say, no, this is not going to be tolerated. You're done for one or two years. I mean, that that standard has never been set in the NFL. I think the longest suspension we've ever seen has been a year. Um, but this, if any, if ever a time, uh, a lifetime ban or just a, an, a, an incredibly long ban, uh, if ever a situation called for one, this is the one. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, other other takes or just about sums it up. Uh, congrats on getting three first round picks, Kenny. Because there's if there's a real chance that uh, he won't Deshaun Watson won't play one game in that time. So yeah, I I don't think the Texans are the biggest winners. You know, either you know this stuff's still tacked onto their franchise. What Deshaun did and just not. You know, there's a good chance no one in that front office knew, but there's still a chance some people might have. But it's just overall just a terrible situation. Yeah. Both parties. Yeah. Um, yeah. Third. But you know, yeah. Staying in the football world. Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll take this. One. Go for it. Staying in the football world. Big Twelve new teams. Uh, Max Olson of the Athletic reported uh, today, uh, 9:48 a.m. that Cincinnati, Houston, UCF reached an agreement to exit the the Athletic. Um, the American Conference and join the Big 12 in the summer of 2023. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is kind of, I was not really expecting to see something like this. I figured that that would happen in a couple years. Um, this is something that could really impact, I mean, just every asset of college football now, because, I mean, also today, as a ripple effect from this, uh, Two Conference USA teams announced that they were joining the AAC. I really wonder if we're going to wind up seeing Texas and Oklahoma enter the SEC sooner than we expected. Because at first we were expecting it in 2025, but I mean, now it could conceivably happen. Um, it could conceivably happen like next summer. 
Yeah, that would be that would be crazy. I mean, if they, it does seem like they're pushing for this. And I I I thought there was there was rumors that some of these American these AAC teams were joining the Big Twelve, but I didn't think, like you said, I didn't think it would be so soon. So I think that's, I mean, definitely very exciting. Um, I was thinking about it, Kenny, and I, I wanted your take on this. You know, especially for Houston. I feel like as a school that's in like such a big market, like I was thinking of of schools in the past that have moved from a smaller conference to a bigger one, like when Creighton went from the Missouri Valley to the Big East and and that that sort of transition. I feel like for Houston, like joining a conference like the Big 12 in the market that they exist in, it's got to be huge for them, right? In terms of changing their recruiting and 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 you know, impact it, it, like in, in such a saturated market for colleges to choose from of athletics as Texas is, that's got to give them a, a big leg up. You think, right? Yeah. And it's, you know, it's bigger than Creighton. It's group of five to power five. Right. And especially on the football, the football side of it, Houston's been a good team for the last 10 years. You know, they've been, they, they won the peach bowl against Florida state in 2015, 2016. You know, this is a long time coming. This was a conference that didn't want to let U of H in four years ago. And now they were clamoring to let them in once, you know, the big dogs in Oklahoma and UT said that they were leaving. You know, BYU is also joining this party. Um, <clears throat> I think it's just good to see Big 12, the Big 12 actually have 12 teams for once. You know, having 10 teams, it, it's just not, it wasn't a good look. You know, 10 teams and a Power 5 group, just, it, that wasn't good for the Big 12. Uh, that's actually a good point, Nolan. I'd never thought of it really like that. I mean, all three of these teams, really, Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF, I mean, that could with them entering the uh, the Big Twelve now, especially for Houston and UCF, I think that could be really like awakening, like a sleeping giant. Because, like Kenny said, Houston's been a very good team for the last, a very good program for the last ten years. I mean, they they are coming off an eleven win season, I believe. Uh, so now you get the Power Five prestige boost i mean you're gonna get more money out of that you're gonna get a recruiting boost uh it it could really we could see some new programs really start to kind of be at the front line of the college football world yeah i mean these are three these are three college football programs that have or two at least of the three have have you know now one's been in a college football playoff the other is a claimed national championship um yeah, I think it. I think it's awesome. I think it's just exciting. Different teams, new conferences. I think I agree, Peyton, that it's probably going to push um, Texas and Oklahoma out sooner. Um, no pun intended. But <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I'm full of them. Oh. I'm full of them. It's Friday. Uh, I think it's going to push them to the SEC faster, and I think that it's just going to make everything everything speed along in terms of these these crazy realignments <laughs> that have come out of nowhere. But yeah, we'll have to see. We actually. We got a text about this. Uh, it wasn't yes. on the text line, but it was from some one of the listeners. And, and I, I actually really agree with this take because I was talking to like an older fan, an older Texas Tech fan the other day, and he said that you know they have the realignment, the adding of four teams, losing Texas and Oklahoma is also a pretty big boost for the football program besides the basketball. Or it's bigger for the basketball programs than the football. Um, you know, Baylor and Kansas are already like the serious contenders in the NCAA. They both won the last two NCAA titles. And just adding teams like Houston, who's going to be better than they were last year, another Final Four contender, as well as, you know, teams like Cincinnati, UCF, teams that have made runs recently. And it's just the Big 12 keeps getting better at basketball. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, that's a good point. I agree. And I think, like, you look at just every sport in general, you know, outside the realm of of even football and men's basketball, like for, for some of these scholarship players, like if they're coming summer of 2023, if you were just a freshman at the university of Cincinnati, all of a sudden you're playing in the big 12. I mean, if you're a competitor, like you're like, that's awesome. I get to play against, you know, in a serious power five conference against way better opposition, you know, it, it, it almost saves them a transfer. If like they were really talented or something, they don't have to move to one of those leagues. Their schools just did it for them. So I think that's pretty mm-hmm. cool. You know, you're just looking at all the athletics programs, but yeah. Um, any other final takeaways before we kick it to a break? Um, Mizzou would finish in first in the Big 12. That's correct. In football, you're saying? In football, yeah. not basketball. Not in, not, not in men's basketball. No, that, that one's going on. Um, okay, yeah, that, I, I like that take. Um, we'll go to a quick break. When we come back, we'll have quick hits. Uh, stay tuned. It is currently 325 Central Standard Time here in Columbia, Missouri. We'll be back with more Unwritten. Yeah. 
I'm jumping in with my clothes on. Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Listen to Concerto, a wrestling show on KCOU with Cameron Payne and Hal Eastep as they break down and predict the greatest sport in the world. Listen on the internet stream of KCOU, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. If you love them enough to turn off your music and pretend like their music is your music. Ah, this is mommy's jam. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're in the right car seat. Let's play it again. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. Lovely cushion header. Pajero! What a hit! Stay in touch with all the latest soccer news and highlights from the game's premier competitions. Join me, Jack Knowlton, for Box to Box, where I'll break down everything from scores to transfers to player and club profiles and much, much more. Everything you need to know about the beautiful game can be found on Box to Box, Wednesdays at 11 a.m. on KCOU. That's astonishing! It's absolutely world-class! Play. Welcome back, everybody, to the Unwritten Rule here on KCOU 88.1 FM, where I once again turn on the wrong mic, but you know how it goes. Um, we're back, Jack Nolton, Kenny Van Doren. Uh, and Payne Haverman, and a, a surprise entrance uh, from our guest, who appears to just be living it up right now. Uh, you know, look from by the looks of our Zoom, he's on a beach, he's chilling. I like his hat, his sunglasses. Uh, it's our good friend Brandon, friend of the show. He's been on before. Um, Brandon, where are you? Uh, I'm in Key West right now. Oh my gosh, I'm jealous. Oh, I love the Keys. So nice. What is, are you doing is, down there? Is there a key east? Uh, here with my, I'm here with my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> She's real? Oh. <laughs> kidnapped? No, we're, just kidnapped. we're just Little getting kidnapped. We're just getting flexed on out here. Um, but yeah, we're back with Quick Hits. Welcome, Brandon. He wasn't supposed to join us till later, but you know what? We love we love an impulse. and imp- We love the eagerness. We, res- we respect the eagerness. Um, are we starting things off? What, Jersey? Jersey yes. of the week. Jersey of the week. It's me this week. I'm doing some promoing. I have my AFC Columbia jersey on. Uh, they're a local semi-pro soccer team here in Columbia, Missouri. I'm excited. I'm doing some broadcasting for them this summer. Their first game's tomorrow um, on Saturday. So if you're listening to this in Columbia and have nothing to do at 5 p.m. on a Saturday, uh, come out, come support. I'll be broadcasting it on a, a little stream. Uh, they're fun. They look really good. I was at their practice last night. They have some former Division One guys, a lot of international guys. I think across the team they can speak like six languages. So they've got, they've got quite the flair of players. So everyone come out, support, should be fun. They've got some sick jerseys. And, uh, yeah, go AFC, go AFC Columbia. That's the jersey of the week. Number on the back is 21. That was my number. Scored uh, 15 goals and 37 assists in two games. Um, I am elite. Please sign me now, uh, Liverpool or whoever. Where do, Just kidding. Where do they play in Columbia? Uh, they play at Battle High School on their on their football stadium. That's a good call. Battle Battle High School is the site. It's a nice fit. It's a nice, nice. field. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, come on, support AFCC. There's Jersey of the Week. Next, <laughs> Spelling Bee. What's going on? Uh, it's just Brandon. <laughs> uh, spelling Bee. Uh, I need you guys to leave the dock real quick. I'm off the dock. Off the dock. All right. Brandon the can spell. I don't know. I don't think Brandon can spell. Uh, so you look at so the uh, team of the week for spelling bee is the 1900 Boston Bean Eaters. I just felt like it was it was a very good team to look at. What's, they have some all stars on this team. Is it baseball? Uh, is that baseball? It's what the Red Sox used to be called. Oh, okay, the Red okay. Sox. Um, but you know, a team that owns the Tampa Bay Rays. I just thought it was fitting to use oh, them. Um, the first one though, Herman Long. That's, are you kidding me? 
that's what we have to spell Herman Long. Yeah, Herman Long. Spell Herman Long. H-E-R-M-A-N. L-O-N-G. Correct. Good yeah, job, eat it, Herman. All right, <laughs> second name. Boiler Yard Clark. Boiler Yard? Boiler God, Yard Clark. Baseball before Fun fact, the Boiler Yard season. is also where he worked uh, while playing baseball in the 1900s. Because he wasn't paid. Right. Uh, I'll go for it. Uh, B-O-I-L-E-R-Y-A-R-D. Boiler Yard. C-L-A-R-K. Clark. Nope. What? Last name is wrong. C-L-A- Oh, it's probably C-K. R-K-E. Correct. Ah. Boom. Clarky. He's uh, third, a Clarky. Third name. Uh, T- Togi Pittinger. I think Brandon's got this one. Togi Pittinger? Togi Pittinger. Uh, O-G-I-E. P-I-T-I-N-G-E-R. Correct. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Brandon can spell. I, really, I went through that fast. All I heard yeah, was, was OG. Really I'm going to be honest. I thought he was going to spell no, he OG. Said that he, he got it. He got no, it. No, okay. I, I believe him. All I heard for some reason yeah. was OG. And I was like, is he about to just spell OG Ananobi's name? And for, for why? Uh, Fred. <laughs> last name is, the last one is Fred Tenney. Sounds French. Uh, Fred. F-R-E-D. And what was the last name? Tenny. Tenny. Tenny? Yeah. Tenny. T-E-N-N-E-Y. Correct. Yes. Here we go. 19, well 1900 Boston Beaters. What, did, did, uh, they, did they win like, anything? No, they, they went like, they, I think they went 500 that year. So. Oh, tough. Uh, best beat of the week. Bet, oh, this is a thing I looked up today. So I was looking at beats of the week. You know who has the best odds to win comeback player of the year, Jack? Uh, Peyton already knows this in the NFL. I, I thought I looked this up the other day. Is it is it post LASIK Jameis? No. No, but he will win it. Who is it? Deshaun Watson. He does not have the um, best odds. He's like a top three best odds. Oh it's gosh. like very even. That's unreal. Um, they they fluctuate a lot too, but I think the one that I went for best beat of the week was plus one seventy Titans win AFC South. The Titans have the second best odds. The Colts have the best odds. I, I still think the Titans are winning the South. Yeah, the Titans will win the South. It's not because they're good. Um, it's just because the rest of that division is not good. That's true. Uh, the Jaguars spent eight hundred million dollars on bad players. The Texans are just not there yet, and the Colts quarterback is. Very old and kind of cooked, Matt Ryan. So, I I will take the Titans as well. I, I'll take that beat. Yeah, I, I I the Colts great running game, but yeah, no quarterback. Do we respect the Trevor Lawrence to Christian Kirk connection? No, no, because Christian Kirk is being paid like thirty million dollars a year. I forget what the contract was, but it was ridiculous. Wide receiver um, one on the Bears. That's not true. He's not better than Malik. <laughs> he would be a phenomenal wide receiver, too. I think it's the He'd fact that it's be, close, Peyton. Since Godwin is hurt this year, probably wide receiver one on the box, I will say. I'm just not even going to entertain this. Yeah. Just pure <laughs> stupidity on the Are we Peyton, done with the Mike Evans discourse? Peyton, how mad were you that Mike Evans was the Tom Brady's dummy receiver in the chipping challenge at the match? Uh, furious, you know, I can't, Chris Godwin does everything. Okay. Chris Godwin is the man on that team. Wait, I want Brandon. Mike Evans. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Mm -hmm. I interrupted you. Finish, finish your thought. Mike Evans and Terry's ACL. Mike Evans. Yeah, he did. But Mike Evans gets all the signs. Brandon, I want your thoughts on Scotty Miller. Do you like Scotty Miller? Yeah. I don't really know why they just stopped using him in the offense. Like they, I think they drafted Darden to like kind of be his replacement for like no reason really. I just don't really get it. Yeah, but I love Scotty Miller. I wish he had more playing time. <laughs> yeah, that to Jim Rat. Yeah, I was gonna say, is he sneaky? Gym is he sneaky fast? Quicker than fast. First guy in, last guy yeah. out. He's the guy you kind of want your daughter to marry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dirty Bird of the Week, uh, Bird. The company bird uh, bird is re- bird is reportedly laying off almost a quarter of its staff 
Uh, layoffs will affect personal or personnel across divisions and regions. So Bird is uh, on, 600 Bird. employees and they're cutting 138. Come on, so. Bird. You know what? Yeah, I don't know how to feel about this, especially because I feel like the users, some users of Bird are very disrespectful. Uh, I once saw a guy uh, chuck a bird. He picked up the bird by the handlebars and threw it in the street. And then his friend grabbed it by the handlebars and threw it back over his head behind himself onto the curb. <laughs> so I, I think people need to start treating bird better. Or bird better. But they're not, they're not real birds, though. Like, who cares? It's just a piece of metal. <laughs> For a good week, uh, Kenny, I when think Kenny and I would walk back home. There was a bush, there were a ton of bushes like near where our apartment complex. And for a good week, there was just a bird upside down, tangled up in this bush. <laughs> People do not treat birds well. Kenny, I think you're going to become the guy. Find twenty dollars freshman year for parking a bird in the wrong spot. So uh, this company sucks I already. So I'm done with it. <laughs> Kenny, you're going to become the guy that uh, drives around in a pickup truck and picks up the birds to like picks up the birds. Them. Those guys are so weird. Like they, they pick up, they they drive around their trucks and sprint at the birds so other people can't take them. Hey, it's it just like ridiculous. Scheme. Where do they it feels like them? you're not even making enough money. Like you're just wasting your like your electricity bill on That's true. recharging birds. Yeah, it's a scam. All right. Best thing I learned this week, Peyton. You can go first. Uh, best thing I learned this week: uh, the Bears this week they lost an OTA practice uh, because they played football. Uh, I don't know. They were docs. They were told the day before they can't have an OTA practice um, because they had contact practice in the off-season workouts. Uh, I'm so sorry that the NFL has gone soft. Uh, and doesn't want their players to play football anymore. Uh, this is a very good sign. Uh, the Bears have a culture again. No more weak Matt Nagy. We need to figure out the whys and just be yourself attitude. Uh, this is real football. We're going to hit in practice. We're going to run around, okay? This is a real team again. We're back. Do you think they had that dog in them? <laughs> they no, did. No. They did. They did x-rays after the game, and they just, like, went over their, their chest, and they just saw a dog. Peyton, are you going to inject you know, heat? The, bear, the Bears got a dog in them. Are you going to inject heat culture into the Bears? They, I don't need to inject heat culture because Eberflus culture is in the Bears. I can't say oh. what I would actually call it because it's not show appropriate. Uh, but uh, the Bears are back. I love We can get Brandon it. to say it. No, no, we can't. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't help our situation. Um this is real football, okay? We're going to hit people, and we're going to be aggressive. The only thing that's hitting, being hit at Bears practice is the crossbar. And the <laughs> oh, my God. Oh! Owned. Um, best thing I learned this week, uh, Josh Hart has lost too many AirPods. Uh, he posted a picture on Instagram <laughs> that he's, he's lost, like, 24 pairs of AirPods. Yeah, uh, this guy is just crazy. I totally forgot Josh Hart was a basketball player. Like I just thought he was just <laughs> noted, out of the league. Uh, I noted Call of I Duty fraud, Josh Hart. Yeah, I, I I I don't get it. Like I thought he was still a Laker. I didn't even know he was still playing. He's he hasn't he wasn't bad his last season in in New Orleans, but he did he got made. I only remember him for getting made fun of in the bubble because he was like, uh, he was playing Call of Duty or like during COVID. He's playing Call of Duty, and people were just like, "Wow, you're terrible at like two things." People were so mean to him. He was—he's not good at Call of Duty, apparently. Um, yeah, I actually lost my AirPods the other day, and on that tweet, I saw them on his phone. So, <laughs> I, I would like my AirPods back, Josh Hart. Thank you. You mis—you mistook them for yours. Um. Oh, best thing I learned this week—I didn't have anything sports-related. Uh. Other than like stuff about pickleball, because that's all I've been covering the last two days. But uh, what uh, I, I have a quiz. What letter isn't in uh, a single state? Like like the name of a of, a, of the state. Q. Z. Z. Wait wait wait. One at a time. It's Q. Payton said Q. Q. Uh, Brandon Q. said Q. It's it's Q. It's Q. It's Q. It's Q. Yeah. That was easier. Than it's I the thought most it uncommon letter in everything. Although what? Except for what, quesadilla. Uh, oh, Arizona, Arizona. I'm, I, I figured it out. Yeah, J and, Z, J and Z are only the only ones with, uh, with, like, it's only one. What is J in? New Jersey. 
Joyzy. Yeah. I'm from ah, Joyzy. Okay. What's the What's the best thing you learned this week, though? That that that. Oh, oh, that's that <laughs> was it. That. I couldn't I couldn't think of anything. I literally Monday through Friday I kept going back on. There was nothing good enough, and so I just settled. I did learn actually Brent. that the best female pickleball player is 15 years old, which is kind of insane. But I I don't know. I, I had I had nothing else. Brandon, what's the best thing you learned this week? Um, I learned Mark Wahlberg's daily routine yesterday. What is, which uh, is apparently he he wake first of all he wakes up at two thirty. He he has his first he has five snacks a day and he like thirty minutes for each snack. Yeah, what was an hour and thirty minutes for a snack? Wow. And then he comb- he combines family time with work time. He can only be with his family for two hours a day, and then he goes to bed at seven thirty and at seven thirty at night. Wow, that's terrible. Yeah, I don't Complete, believe that, that sounds horrible. Like, completely insane schedule. Yeah. That guy saved Boston, by the way. So I, I, I think we should all be I, on that kind of schedule. I suppose that's a better routine for him than what his routine was as a youth. Yeah, I'm about <laughs> to say, yeah, it definitely covers up the. Uh, oh no, um, the hate crimes. You can go to Wikipedia to figure yeah, it out. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, what time? What's the what's a, a Dennis favorite time? It's 30. 2.30. 2.30. Uh, how many Wahlburgers do you think Mark Wahlberg eats a day? None. Uh, I don't think he's ever had one. Do you guys know what Wahlburgers are? Yeah. I, I, I doubt he's ever had a Wahlburger. He's never had one. Um, There's one out here in Key West. Might get a Wahlburger? It. Is that where you saw yeah. him and he told you about his routine? Yeah, Were no, you interrupting? Did, had, did you ask him for a photo and he said, no, you're interrupting my hour and a half snack time. Please, please go away. I need to eat my bag of goldfish. That's generally what happened, I think. And, and move on. Um, like, I'm on a tight schedule. I have two hours to meet my family today. <laughs> yeah, please, please go away. <laughs> I don't have time for pictures. Uh, all right. Ratio of the week. Uh, Nick Anderson, member of the Tampa Bay Rays, tweeted, all right, so let's say you're liberal. Well, we all know different political parties exist. Are you going to wear a conservative shirt and hat one day just because you wanted to support the conservatives? 301 quote tweets, 144 likes, four retweets, and a lot of comments. Uh, Nick Anderson, you are the ratio of the week, and you're an idiot. Yes. Tweet didn't make an ounce of sense. I have yeah. no clue what he was trying to say. Um, it was a really terribly put analogy. Yeah. Like, yeah just that- an awful <laughs> analogy. I had to read it like five times before i understood what he was trying to say it was bad um it's just doesn't apply to what he's talking about at all yeah and you can really just lump the rest of the raise relievers in there i mean yeah except brooks Rayleigh. just because he was a former astro doesn't mean he's exempt yeah (laughs) okay then thompson gets exempt too no No, ralph garza was in there too no, Ralph Garza, Ralph Garza wore the hat, Brandon. Ralph Garza is a good baseball player. Oh, he throws Lord. from two different arm slots. Just because he throws from two different arm slots doesn't make his 89-mile-per-hour fastball any less of a meat. <laughs> you wanted Ralph Garza. I don't want to hear it. I did not want Ralph Garza ever. The Astros' bullpen was so good, they had to, they had to let him go. Oh, I would want to get rid of a six ERA reliever, too. Did, uh, did we ever check on Peyton, by the way, on how he's doing since uh... – uh, was it Il Diarmo Vargas left? Or was Il Demaro Vargas. Demaro? No, I haven't recovered because oh. apparently that was just emotionally devastating. I'm sorry, Peyton. Mm, sorry don't be. You. I hated Il Demaro Vargas. So. Yes, sir. All right, well, we'll go to break. Uh, when we come back, we'll have more Brandon. Um, we're going to talk more about the Rays, talk some hockey, all that fun stuff, and and maybe Peyton has, a, has recovered by that point. But... Stick around. Uh, It is currently at 3.44 Central Standard Time here in Columbia. We'll be right back with more Unwritten Rule. Hey, Joey. I got some stuff you just got to try. What is it? Pot. You know, marijuana. Oh, well, I don't know. What? Chicken? Joey's in a jam. What should he do? Uh, Cake. Get a pizza. Excellent. Get a pizza. Get real. You got it. Let's see if Joey's that smart. Chicken, you're a turkey. He's right. Drug dealers are dorks. Don't even talk to him. Cowabunga! 
you want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard. Aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association and this station. Everyone has their favorite moment in sports. The NBA Finals. The Super Bowl. The penalty box on KCOU 88.1 FM. Wait, what? You heard me right. Join me, Peter Camp, and my co-host, Jack Knowlton, on Thursdays at 4 p.m. as we talk about news surrounding college sports, the NBA, and the NFL. And don't forget everyone's favorite segment, the penalty box. Thursdays at 4 p.m. Come join the fun. KCOU 88.1 FM. We just got done with quick hits. Uh, Brandon has already dropped into the show, so no need for a, a third segment intro. Um, he's flexing on all of us at a beach right now. Um, mm-hmm. Kenny Van Doren, Peyton Haverman, and I are here as well. Uh, they were already talking Rays at the break. Um, we're going to talk hockey too, um, obviously. So, Br- Brandon, uh, what they were saying at the break, you don't like. You haven't liked a single Rays lineup at all this season. Uh, there's been about there's been about three of them that I kind of liked. The thing is with the Rays is that they're like, they've always kind of went cheaped out, but this year it seems like they're really, they have young talent that they like, but like the young talent that is really good, they still haven't really technically brought them up yet. So they're bringing out like filler young talent, which just makes the lineup look terrible, in my opinion. And then the outfield just doesn't have like anybody who, uh, Harold Ramirez, but Harold Ramirez isn't like a mainstay, like staple of the lineup. He's just like, He's just like a bench guy for like every other like contending team. Right. So I don't know. It, they went with defense defense first with a lot of the lineup it seems like, and it really shows with their offense this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I want mean, you to guess the ERA though, real quick, of Ralph Garza Jr. Oh over <laughs> actually no, it's slightly above three. He's actually came in. He came in uh, earlier this week, and he had like three innings of shutout work. So yeah, three three seven two ERA, four oh nine with the Astros, three twenty six with the Twins. This guy's really good. Uh, I want you to look at his uh, X ERA during that last game. His FIP is four seven zero. What's his X FIP? Uh, that's not on Baseball Reference, but he has eight walks to ten strikeouts and a four point seven strikeout per nine. Oh. Yeah, just not very good. He, he doesn't even rely on soft contact. He's all the balls that are hit off him are completely hard. So yeah, that's not typically good. But Kenny loves him. Yeah, two arm angles that'll do it for you. He got called up in a uh, while he was in a Waterburger drive-through. So he's living the life. <laughs> that's that's the dream. That's how you know you're gonna have a good career. Going to the Astros. That's crazy. That's how you know you're gonna have a good career. Um, yeah. Okay. Do we want to talk hockey too, Brandon? I assume you're 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 a happy guy. With the Lightning, big three-one yeah. win the other night. Back in Watched back in the last lead. night in the hotel room. Mm-hmm. So Very I mean, exciting stuff. is this series over? I mean, now it's back to Tampa. They got a chance to close it. Uh, Rangers have what one win this year on the on the road? Maybe two wins against the Penguins. I honestly don't know. Actually, no, they probably have more because they they were down three to one. The Penguins, they had but. one against the Canes. Uh, yeah, I know they only won Game Seven against the Canes. Yeah, and they beat – I think they beat Pittsburgh once on the road. So, yeah, not so good they're not, Yeah, they're not a great road team. Uh, they're they're very young. I, I know if you watch ESPN, they'll talk all about that. But they're very yeah. young. And, um, I mean, it's just inexperience, and you're facing a team that's won the Cup two years in a row. So, it's just it's just a hard, difficult task for them in alone. Um, you know, it's just uh, – they just need something to fight for. And uh, I don't know if you guys caught the end of the last game, but there's a, a whole brawl that started with Kucherov just firing the puck at a, I forgot who it was, but just firing at his ankles. But after the after the um, the horn sounded, the buzzer, just yeah, a, yeah, just a big brawl at the end of it. And you know, 
I saw a lot, a lot of lightning guys win those fights, but the thing is like, you know, it gives them, that gives them a reason to want to beat them even more, more than just, mm-hmm. you know, going to Stanley Cup. He's like, we want to beat these guys personally. So not giving them a reason is definitely number one, but um, I mean, they have to win two straight games against a def- two time defending Stanley Cup champions. It's going to be tough. What are those seagulls behind uh, you think? Um, <laughs> I, my, my. <laughs> From finding me, you know. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are pelicans, oh not seagulls. God. But I got your. Uh, <laughs> no, point. no, no. In, in finding Nemo, it's a seagull. No, it's, it's a seagull in finding Nemo. Are you yeah, sure? It's not a, it's, it's not a pelican, no. It's but I thought the whole thing it like scoops them up and like it. The, I'm pretty sure no, it's that's a, a that's a different bird. Up, but the birds yeah. are all mine. Or mine. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I had two different birds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two different marine birds. Yeah, I haven't um, seen but it. No, I pretty much. I pretty much agree with what Brandon's saying. Uh, it was kind of incredible. It's incredible that the Rangers have even made it this far at this point. Um, it's very good for their future, but I mean, even without Braden Point, who was just a huge contributor for them, the Lightning have been just outclassing the Rangers the last few games. I have a hard time believing the Rangers get back into it at this point. If they win the night, that really would shock me or uh the next game they don't play tonight um but yeah i just i don't see a way the rangers come back in this but the future is bright for them so i mean then we're looking at the stanley cup colorado and tampa bay theoretically should they you know assuming they close yeah sorry brandon the abs are absolutely winning the cup this year no matter who they play i can i can definitely see that um I mean, their biggest kryptonite for the past few years was getting past the second round. They finally slayed that dragon. So, mm-hmm. uh, honestly, I think if, if Point comes back, you know, maybe we have a shot. But, yeah, no, they're definitely just completely loaded. The, the only thing that maybe, you know, their their weakness could be goaltending. So, yeah. uh, it just comes down to scoring more goals than the other team, and we'll see. Yeah, I mean, should um, should Point come back? I mean, that definitely helps. I think Tampa will pick up a game or two, but I mean, especially because they're just so experienced in these types of games now, but really hard to imagine for me uh, Colorado losing to anyone at this point. Uh, they just ab- absolutely demolished Edmonton in the Western Conference Finals. It was really... Just, I mean, it's them and then everyone else, it feels like. But at the same time, you're looking at Edmonton. I mean, sure, they have a lot of, of prolific goal scorers, but mm-hmm. um, their goalie is Mike Smith, and then you compare that to Andre Vasilevsky. So, I mean, that's true. And they're definitely a lot thin, like, they're more top heavy than Tampa is. Like, Tampa can definitely, you can definitely point to Tampa and say they're a deeper team. Like that's it, Edmonton's mm-hmm. the dry sidle and McDavid show. And that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with that. McJesus. It's tough. It's tough out there for him. He's on an Island. <laughs> that's um, true. Other, other things, other things before we wrap up, what do we, what do we got? Any other points to forget that all-star ballot, Brandon, this oh, year, yeah. this year MLB all-star oh, yeah. bra- ballot. Get the all-star ballot out. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Whip it out. Whip that ballot out. We go in America in the national league. Yeah. yeah, American League always goes first. National League sucks. Yeah, that's true. They didn't I play saw. baseball right for a while. LOL. Who won the World Series last year? Whatever. Mickey Mouse. First, mm-hmm. first base here, we got Ty France from the Mariners. Correct. Uh, Agreed. Been, yeah, he's been absolutely killing it this year. Second base is kind of weird. I, I want to uh, – Jose Altuve is definitely an option, but I'm going to go with Andres Jimenez. Correct. Agreed. From the, uh, from the new Cleveland Guardians. Uh, also, the Guardians got Jose Ramirez, top three player in baseball. Absolutely. I agree with that. Com- like completely stole him off that contract with uh, Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Uh, shortstop, uh, Wander Franco would be it if he was healthy. But now I got Jeremy Pena just for you. Just for you, Kenny. I voted for Jamie- Jeremy Pena. We have the same birthday. I- oh, really? Yeah. I have his phone same- number, too. Same year or no? No, not the same year. Yeah. Uh, outfield, Mike Trout, Taylor Ward. And uh, Aaron Judge. Wow, Brandon and I completely agree so far. Wow, wow, 
I mean, it's just ball knowing. This might be an unwritten. This Mm -hmm. might be an unwritten first. Mm -hmm. Uh, Catcher. I've seen a lot of discrepancy. I've seen a lot of Alejandro Kirk, and that's just completely false. The correct answer right here is Jonah Heim. Jonah Heim was my second pick. I picked Alejandro Kirk, but just either one is good to me. And uh, DH, I mean, this one's not really close. You could put uh, JD Martinez, but the correct answer is Jordan Alvarez right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just signed into a contract extension, too. So, I mean, he's down for a while. He's been. Absolutely monster. stole him too. Yeah, yeah that contract. Complete monster. Um, wait, one second about the American League, Brandon. If you like, you look at Taylor Ward being on the injured list. If he can't play in the All Star game, who would you select him? Select over him? I honestly. One correct answer here. Oh, geez. Uh, maybe Springer. Okay. Wrong. I would probably pick uh, Tucker or Austin. I'm picking. I'm picking oh, yeah, Tucker. No, there. I, I should have said Kyle Tucker just for just for you guys. Let's but, go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has the most DRS in baseball for a guy who's Whatever. like oh about my analytics. God, cool. He takes good roots to the ball. Okay, yeah, he does. He can play defense. Like I, for, ta- for him over Taylor Ward. Taylor Ward gets out like all the time, and he's also injured. So who cares? <laughs> Kyle Tucker hits, he hits triples, nukes, dude. Jordan Alvarez hits triples. Gets triples once every like four games. Okay, let's be real. It's being uh, assisted by the uh, Crawford boxes. Mm-hmm. He's left-handed. Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse left-handed part. Uh-huh. Mickey Mouse left field. Anyways, uh, National League, uh, Goldschmidt at first. Uh, I mean, he's been on a tear. Uh, Jazz chose him at second. He's been uh, breaking out, which I expected him to do. He's been really good. He's also like a cancer in the clubhouse, isn't he? Isn't uh, that the latest thing about him, Peyton? That is the latest thing, apparently. They don't like him that much, apparently, in the locker room, which is a topic for another time because that's ridiculous. I think he loses my vote. I don't want any fights started in the All-Star game National League locker room. Okay, mister, I'm going to vote for Kyle Tucker. Third base, Brandon. Uh, Machado at third. Trey Turner yep. at shortstop. Uh, yeah. yeah. Shortstop, it's kind of between Turner and um, the guy from the Edmund. Uh, Tommy Edmund. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. Either or will work there. Outfield, I think there's two clear guys right here. You know, Mookie Betts and Jock Peterson. Third one mm-hmm. can be kind of debated. I've seen a lot of Acuna, but right now I'm going to give it to Ian Happ just for you, Peyton. Good call, Brandon. Love you and hap. Uh, catcher, mm-hmm. we love defense, so we're not picking Contreras. We're giving it to Tyler Stevenson. Idiot! <laughs> idiot, idiot, idiot. Okay. Wilson Contreras, Brandon, has been over 200 there OPS it is. points higher than Tyler Stevenson. Or higher than the second-place catcher in baseball. Who cares about defense? Wilson Contreras has, like, five hits over 115 miles per hour off the bat this year. You can't teach that. That's what we want to see in the All-Star game. We want to see boombas. All right? We don't want to see, oh, look how well Tyler Stevenson frames. Look at that. Wow, he just stole a strike in the All-Star game. Who cares? Hey, Peyton, that's cool and all, but I'm just going to ratio you real quick. Like, uh, like, 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 like. I feel like if you put Jordan Alvarez at catcher, he'll hit the exact same as Wilson and give you the same defense. Like it's it's yeah. practically the no, same thing. You want defense at catcher. You want you want that glove over that bat. Wilson Contreras has been a bad defender, yes, but he is not the most atrocious defender in baseball. Uh, you know what, Peyton? You changed my mind. I, I catcher. I'm a vote for a guy. You're not maybe gonna not, vote for. Him. You're not. I'm gonna, gonna give it to Yadier Molina. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's exactly. <laughs> Uh, I was uh, waiting DH. for a Peyton yell. That was built from from the beginning. It seemed calm. <laughs> it was. Uh, DH, uh, former MVP, Bryce Harper. I agree. For Kai, man. That picks for Kai. Wow. <laughs> Rest in peace. Great all-star lineup, <laughs> you know, You know, Alejandro, Alejandro Kirk has one war more than Jonah Heim this year, Brandon? That's too bad. Too bad he's, like, really fat, so... <laughs> I knew he was going to say that. Well, you the voted big, for Josh. The Big Mac bros, him and Vlad. <laughs> Literally. Um, I will say, 
Uh, one more base. 100 pounds. <laughs> wow, eight war. Um, <laughs> AL third base is tough this year. You could pick Rafael Devers, and I would not be that upset. Um, shortstop, you can pick TA. I would think that's a fine pick. Um, Luckiest AL player in baseball. Is not up for debate to me. Um, that is a clear cut three. And then, yeah, NL outfield can be debated. NL shortstop can be debated. But it's kind of chalked for the most part this year. Cool. Yeah, because you know, everyone's OPS is down. There's a lot of hitting statistics down. So it's kind of easy to, you know, thread through all that stuff and find who's the best player. And I, I think mm-hmm. I think they should start putting WRC plus and war on this stuff so we can get the true Dork. best players in baseball on there instead of batting average. I'd rather look at uh, X here. X um, batting average. X, XFIP. XFIP is I, yeah, my I think favorite statistic stats. in sports. It's an expected, expected the, stat. I want to see the people who are supposed to be good instead of the people that actually are good. <laughs> That's who I want to be representing the league. X. You know what's I interesting want, about you know, the, game. the war to oh. wait thing that – oh, Jesus. Uh, the war to wait thing that you were talking about, Brandon? Yes. Um. So Jonah Heim, it, he doesn't really fit the the third, but Alejandro Kirk weighs 100 or 245 pounds, and he's wor- worth 2.2 WAR. So I think you're pretty spot on in that, oh, in that category. Yeah, but he's he's that much, and he's like what, like five eight? How tall is he? <laughs> yeah, he's uh, five he's eight. Not very tall. He's five eight, two forty five. He's a big dude. Wow, man, not a great defender either. One fifty three OPS plus. <laughs> All right. Well, Brandon, good all-star lineup. Um, send send a Kenny or Peyton a graphic, and we'll tweet it. And uh, Kenny and Peyton will do we'll do ours next week. Or is when's the when's the all-star game? Oh, we it's, not, it's not for a month. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I was like, it's not for a while, isn't it? Yeah. Um, no. Alejandro Kirk has ninety-four framing. Like he's in the ninety-fourth percentile. All right. Give, give him the award. All right. We don't need your. We have our eyes. We can look at the game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's the best framing catcher in baseball. Lord. No, he's um, not. He's in the 94th percentile, not the he's 99th. In, he's the sixth best. 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 Yeah, behind behind Maldonado and Jason Castro, of course. Right. And then, yeah. All right. Well, that'll uh, probably wrap things up here. Uh, gentlemen, any last words before we send it off? Uh, yeah, the Cubs DFA'd Clint Frazier, and I'm confused by it, but we'll see what happens. Wait, they did? Yeah. Because of his appendicitis? No. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's my final comment. I'm sorry to hear that, Peyton. Yeah, sorry, Peyton. I, I, I sh- I'm sorry. We, we probably shouldn't have had a show today. <laughs> yeah, I need to go lie down. So Someone actually messaged up. me. Someone messaged me and said like to Brandon's ratio. Oh, excellent. Uh, good ratio, Brandon. New ratio of the week is Peyton. Uh, that'll wrap <laughs> things up here uh, for the Unwritten Rule. We'll be back next week. Same time, same place. Brandon, thanks again for joining us. She'll be up on, on Spotify uh, if you missed it. And uh, yeah, everyone have a good weekend. Wait, give me the call letters. KCOU 88.1. Okay. Hey, this is Bob from Best Coast, and you're listening to KCOU 